Hey, what's up? This is Japan Nick, starting off the uh, night. I've got special guests, Zero Gravity, in the house tonight. Hi. Now, how are you guys doing tonight? Swell. Swell, yeah. Just quite. We are very quite. Now, yeah. how much of a drive was it to get up to uh, MSU? 45 minutes, maybe. By the way, put your headphones on, guys. I just oh. took them off. That way you can hear how the interview sounded. Uh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> Anyways, being a New Jersey rock band, how much has Hurricane Sandy changed your concerts in terms of where you can play, the promotion of your shows, and the number of attendees? Well, uh, Starland Ballroom, my favorite place to play, was kind of underwater for like a year. So uh, we weren't able to do that. Asbury was shut down for a bunch. And seven days like blew up. So we can't play there anymore. Yeah. Where's Seven Days? Uh, Union Beach, I think. Where's Union Beach? <coughs> I'm not a South Jersey person. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. know if it's South Jersey. I really don't know. Keyport. Keyport. Yeah, over there. Okay, cool. Didn't we blow up the PA the one time we played there? Yep. What did you do right after that? Uh, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that must suck. <laughs> Was that pretty much the end of the concert for you guys, or were you just like, so no, we, we blew up the- Oh, cool. <laughs> now, tomorrow night you're going to be at the uh, Thrash Bash Barbecue in Wantage, New Jersey. All right. <laughs> now, um, can you tell me about some of the bands that are going to be on this concert? Nope. Zamboni? <laughs> yeah, Zamboni is going to be playing that. All right. I don't know if we are playing it. That's all I need to know. If <laughs> yeah, Zamboni's this is the first I've heard good. about this. Also, there's a band called Urethra Brother. I like it already. Midnight Hellion is uh, headlining. All right. I still want to see what cough does. <laughs> it's just like, <coughs> there you go. That's what cough does. Now, let me see who else is playing there. So, how often do you guys uh, get concerts booked? And uh, it's uh, news to you guys when it comes to, like, just... It all depends. Like, like uh, usually if we're doing a big contest like Rock to the Top or the Break Contest, that is pretty set in stone and it's well known of what's going on and what has to be done and all that other mug. But, I don't know. I guess uh, non-competitions or, I don't know harder to get information for okay well urethra butter is uh starting off the night i mean the day 4 p.m toxicology they're at five as you know zamboni's gonna yeah. be playing this six o'clock time slot you're playing seven gourmetory at eight and midnight hellion at 9 p.m all right <laughs> yeah i yeah. did not know that yeah we i've never heard about this Oh, I was there last year. Um, it's at uh, Rob Orr's house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from Zamboni. Yeah, but, yeah, it's the first we're hearing of this. Yeah. I really had no idea about it. Now, you also, I believe in last week's uh, issue of the Aquarian Weekly, got a big article in there with, who was it, Robert Gluck? Yeah. Steven did that, so. Now, Steve. What's up, Steve? 
how long has the Aquarian been following you guys? Um, Forever. A little while. I guess after they heard of us. And they're looking up, um... Looking up, uh... Stop hitting the yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah. Our music on our Facebook page and Reformation mm -hmm. and all stuff like that. When was the, when was the, weren't we, like, getting in there all the time because of Bamboozle? Yeah, we got a lot of recognition from, from that, um... Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Now, Awkward. what other music publications have you found yourselves uh, mentioned in? Metal Detector. How important is that? Well, I never heard about it. It's like a page on Facebook. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I get suggested you should like Metal Detector. So I liked it. And I go on their wall. And it's plastered with Zero Gravity, Seventh Son, Brand of Jewels. And I'm just like, this is awesome. This is all the <laughs> bands I like in this scene. This is great. I thought that that was a band. Metal Detector? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a weird band name. Yeah. Awesome band name. What other radio shows have you been uh, featured on? Uh, Rat Jersey Rat. Rock. With Jersey Maria Mar? Yeah. yeah. No. Anything else in Jersey or uh, New York? No, not in New York. No. Just this and Maria Mar. I mean, we've done smaller interviews here and there, but nothing as fancy as this. Nothing on the radio, just on stuff radio, for YouTube. Yeah. Well, on that note, why don't we uh, listen to one of your songs? Steven, pick a uh, good song from your band. Tell me what track uh, number it is. I don't know. Pick Come the on, first Steve. one. Okay. Random choice. Yeah, random. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can use this. I, I like CDs more. Come on, Angelo. This might be the old version. Oh. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> it might be the old version. Yes. How old? Baseball. Running from my not, <laughs> not that. No. Now, Mr. Zamboni's father. I mean, um, Mr. Zero Gravity's father. <laughs> father? Um, What track number should I pick? Uh, two. Two. Pick, pick the first one. Just do the Come first on, one. You know what, Steven? Shut up. <laughs> hey, it's probably the best one. Gone just like that? All right, yeah. I like that one better. Okay. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we're back on the air. Now, um, tell me, guys, uh, what's the uh, news on the uh, Thrash Bash barbecue situation? Well, sadly, we, uh, we cannot make it this year because Alex will be in New York and uh, Stephen died. Yeah, oh, Steve, why'd you do that? I don't know. I was just tired of being here. I don't know. Oh, man, you, you let well, everybody suicide know. now? I was thinking, like, someone went all death note oh, and you okay. had, like, a heart attack. So, around that. Could go either way. Assisted a suicidal heart attack. Assisted suicide. Now, will any of the members of Zero Gravity be able to make it, or is it just kind of like a 100% not show? Uh, I don't think I can go. Yeah, okay. as of now, I think it's 100%. Yeah. Sadly. Mm. I wanted to see Zamboni. Yeah, they're beast. That's unfortunate. Tis quite. Well, I guess on that note... What are some uh, concerts coming up for you guys then? Oh, well, oh, the Rock to the Top. Yeah, we got Rock to the Top, an awesome competition going on in Asbury Park. That if we win, we win a uh, a buttload of money, recording time, merch, promotion, pretty much everything that we need, plus money, which, which is we, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What's the date for that? August tenth. No, it got, pushed up it got, got pushed to September. September. Again? No, we yeah. won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to this. It's a competition. Shouldn't the rules for a competition be, if you can't make it, you're screwed? Yeah, you're disqualified at that point. And exactly. Then... Every band except for us were like, oh, we can't make it that day. <laughs> it's like, dude, zero gravity wins, yo. Give us the money. Is it okay that I got your wires dangled? On, I'll let it go this time, but don't let it happen again. Oh, okay. Thank Plus you. for tightening up your ear. Yeah. Or else you get endorsed by Zildjian. Oh, ew. <laughs> and Minel. Yeah, at the same time. It's worse. Now, Mine's dudes, in. how do you feel about getting booked for afternoon shows? Like a 1, 8, I mean a 1 p.m. show or a 2 p.m. show? If it's, in the middle of, if it's in the middle of October or, like, spring, go for it. But if it's the middle of summer, like uh, Jersey Shore Music Fest, freaking <laughs> 98 degrees out when we went on stage, <laughs> that was, oh, my God, it was too hot. It was disgusting. We felt ter- terrible after we played. Like, my bass is going out of tune every yeah. note I hit. Dropping sticks, you know, just sweat pouring everywhere. Well, you do that every show. Not really. <laughs> I've, I've gotten better at it. Yeah, sure, Steven. But I would love to do afternoon gigs because, like, it's not dark and I can see. As long yeah. as we get to play, I'm happy. Yeah, as long as we get to play, we're good. I play. I get to play drums, so you know what? If uh, it's air-conditioned, then, yeah, we're good. Do you ever worry about, like, the um, numbers of attendees at afternoon shows? Because just I think typically having a uh, spot that's, like, 8 or 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., you get a, a stronger showing of uh, people coming oh, yeah. up. Depends where. Yeah. Like, usually, Zero Gravity gets plagued with, uh, no matter how many people show up at the club, they all decide to go outside right when we go on stage. Well, like, we sometimes we'll pay, play, like, that place Crossroads where people go to have dinner, and we'll play at 9 o'clock, so there's, like, two people there. <laughs> no one eats dinner at 9 o'clock at night. But then, like, dingbats will happen, and we'll go on at, like, 6. That's not a dinner place, though. <laughs> oh, no. It's a bar. It's a bar. But then, like, everyone shows up at 10, and we have to leave because we're legally not allowed to be in a bar after 10.30 or something stupid. Mm. I'm not drinking. Let me stay. 
Why don't they just put X's on your hands or something? Cause they it's do. Like, they still kick our asses yeah. out. <laughs> Only place that lets us stay is the blue room. That's why I love <laughs> it over there. They have good food there, too. Oh, my God. They got, like, chicken wings and... Dude, all those mozzie sticks are... For underground bands, can you define a list of prerequisites on what they should do before having a physical release of their demo or debut album? Make sure that their songs don't suck. We don't even have an album out yet or anything good out yet. Make sure that you're good. Like, don't waste all your time spending all your money for packaging or how you look if your songs suck. Make sure that your songs are good. Like, and make sure it's recorded good. You have a good mix. Make sure all your drums. Yeah, like if a band vocals mm-hmm. sound good. Like if a band makes a thousand copies of a record, if it sucks, no one's gonna buy it. Get people that will buy it, then make the thousand, because then they'll all go up, and you'll be like, oh, we need to make more because we're badass rock stars. How do you know when a song of yours is good and it's worth putting on an album, or it sucks and you should throw it away? Or rework it. When Steven remembers it after I show it to him. Oh, shut <laughs> off. Yeah, every time we try to write a song, it's a good th- three-year process of showing Steven how it goes again. And you. Oh, yeah, and me. I'm terrible with remembering lyrics. I'll remember that, the baseline. But then there's certain but... songs that, like, just are like, wow. We wrote Basically, for me, I know a song's good if I can watch the live performance of it and not cringe. <laughs> yeah. But we have four really good songs. Running From My Past... Gone just like that. Here they come, and this new one we wrote. I'll come back for you. I read in um, the recent Aquarian article that you have another song about zombies. Alex? All right. This, this was a collabo with my dad. One day my dad came up to me and was like, Dude, I got an awesome name for a song. It's going to go like this. I wish you were a zombie, I'd stab you in the eye. <laughs> so I wrote it. Is that the name of the song? Of course. And it's just like, what, two and a half minutes of me just saying what I'd do to someone if they were a zombie. Yeah. Can you throw out some lyrics? All right. I wish you were a zombie. What is that? I don't even remember. You never <laughs> showed me the lyrics. I think I have it on my phone. Hold on. Hold on. It's really good. And I don't have it. But... Like, I wish you were a zombie, I'd throw you in the street so everyone could see that you're a worthless piece of meat. It just goes on like that. It's genius. So is this going to be one of the songs that you sing live? Sure. (laughs) I already recorded it myself. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, so, like, were you guys watching any uh, recent zombie movies, or was it something, like, from the 70s or 80s? I'll watch any of them. Yeah. Well, my computer exploded for, like, the past two months, so, uh... I haven't been able to watch anything, which was terrible. That's unfortunate. It's yeah, very man, unfortunate. That's so unfortunate, Jack. Dude, yeah. me without a computer. Like, can't I can't illegally download things. I know. It's I, terrible. Can't, I can't illegally download things. It's you terrible. buy the record, Jack. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will not buy Megadeth's new record. Oh, yeah, because it's No sucks. one will. Because it's bad. Yeah. But <laughs> if, like, all of a sudden, like, let's say Killing Is My Business never came out. And then all of a sudden, oh my god, Killing Is My Business, new Megadeth record. I would buy that. Because that album's great. Oh yeah, it's a good album. Here's my thing. I will download the album, and if I really love it, and that album means something to me, I will buy the copy to show support. And just to actually own it. But if it's something I'm not so sure about it, 
instead of like buying it and then trading it back at that same record shop, same concept. Yeah. YouTube. Exactly. Like I'll go on YouTube, listen to the whole record. If it's great, I'll buy it. That's fair enough. <laughs> and, and I have pretty low standards. I won't listen to the whole thing though. Yeah, you'll listen to like five seconds. Yeah, I listen to like five seconds of each song because I don't want to ruin you don't want, it. You don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Now this is a question for each of you guys. Last great Megadeth album. Euthanasia. Uh, That's my favorite. I think United Abominations is really good. The last great one? I don't care what any of you guys say. United Abominations is great. Sleepwalker? Come on. To be honest with you, I like 13. Why? Cricket. I don't know. It's just like there's some good songs on there. And I'm not this. The question was great. Oh, what's the album before 13? Endgame. Endgame? That was good. Super Collider, you know, sucks. I mean. How do you feel about the system has failed? I liked it. What song? That's with Kick Chris Poland, right? Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris Poland. I like the song Die Dead Enough. That's one of my favorite Megadeth songs, even though it's Fate to Black. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite's Rust in Peace. You know, my favorite's Killing is My Business. Euthanasia. So far, so good, so what? Ugh. No, ew. Didn't we get into this <laughs> argument last time? Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> but anyways, though, um, what types of horror movies have you guys been checking out as of late? I just saw The Conjuring. That sucked. Did it really? That was terrible. In my opinion. Yo, did they put Megadeth's song in there? Might as well have. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, it kept on getting like a little bit better, a little bit better, and then it just stopped. And I was like, why? I just wasted two hours of my life on this. And also some money, too. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we just snuck in. Really? Oh, well, good. Really? Yeah. The Hazlitt Theater, there's like there's only one usher on one side. Uh, so you just... Shh. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Now, <laughs> New Ghost. It's great to know. After thinking about the Jersey Shore uh, Music Fest on July 20th, tell me, what were some great points from that day? Magically seeing Sweat. Jules from Brand of Jewels show up. I was not expecting that. I'm on stage trying to make my bass sound good because I wasn't using my gear. And I was like, this is going to suck. Even though I'm playing through an Ampeg 8x10. And I was happy. And once I got my tone dialed in, I turned around. And all you see is Jules. I was like, I did not know you were coming here. This gig's going to be great now. It was a surprisingly good show. I mean, you don't understand how happy I was. I was like, oh my god, there's Jules. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, there was some screw-ups because we weren't playing to our full potential because it was so freaking hot out. But, I mean, it was a good experience. We saw a lot of good bands. I had pineapple lemonade. Yeah, we had some great what? food there. That was awesome. Like pulled pork sandwiches mm. and, like, food. Yeah. Smoothies. Yeah, yeah. And that was, was my favorite part. You see, I was hanging out there, banging. like, refilling, like, a used water bottle like, with stuff from the fountain. Yeah, because you're poor. Shut up. <laughs> I had, like... Five cents on me. That's as much money as I had. I got money when I was leaving. I was like, oh, cool. I can't do anything with this now. I see. Now, did you guys all have to use um, just uh, the equipment that was at the festival? Yeah, yeah I hate it. didn't that. have to. What? Or Jack didn't have to. What do you mean? We didn't have to bring our own heads. <laughs> I could have used my gear if I wanted. Yeah. No. Andrew Saul borrowed his own stuff. That's because he has a combo lamp. So? Yeah. They had heads there. What do you guys do um, in a situation where it's like you have to use uh, the equipment that is uh, 
from the venue. There were times where I brought my full drum set and I found out the day of the show that we were using backline gear and I would get so pissed because I had to pack up all my yeah, drums and now we're not using them now. Now the worst was the first time we played in New York and... What venue was this? This was a like parking a park. lot in Williamsburg. <laughs> and we showed up there, it was supposed to be backline and there were the Vox amps. Dude, there was nothing Those are there. like classic like jazz amps. Yeah. There was like we a, not a jazz drum set that was like... And I was just like, oh my god, I can't play. Mm. I was like, I can't play through these. Angelo knows. I was like, I I can't. Like, I'm going to blow it up. We were all complaining and just whining about everything. Then all of a sudden, I see a trailer back up, and then an Ampeg SVT 8x10 comes wheeling out, and I was like... This might be good. And then after, went to an awesome seafood restaurant, and the day was saved. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the food was what made that get good. Yeah. What types of advice would you give bands when they can't bring their own equipment to concerts when they say bring certain things for like drummers like snares cymbals and stands be prepared to have extra if you always you know need steven you just bring everything yeah yeah, yeah. Steven brings I, I always do. drum set for like anything punch him in the face if they like do you ever have situations steven where like you're able to use a little bit of your equipment oh yeah yeah it's usually that Explain how you could use only a portion of your equipment, but there'd be a bunch of stuff that's owned by the venue or festival. Usually, I mean, they'll have the actual shells there and everything, like the drum shells, but I'll bring my stands, snare, Mm. pedals, cymbals. Yeah. And we'll split. I see. Now, was the Jersey Shore Music Fest uh, the biggest uh, crowd you played for? No. It wasn't too bad. Like, there was people there, but it wasn't densely packed. It was just because there's lots of attractions. Like, there was some dude, like, eating light bulbs or something next to us. <laughs> yeah, there was a freak show next to us. Yeah. So, like, so like, well, in the middle of our songs, the dude woke over, come over, come over, watch this dude like, eat his foot. <laughs> so I would leave, too. I'd watch him eat his foot. Priorities like, are priorities, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I wish I would have known that the freak show was going on because I would have invited them. Because, yeah. like, what kind of crowd would that draw? Yeah. That would be awesome. All the freaks, yeah. Well, we are a band of freaks. Yeah. Now, Stephen, can you explain the importance of using the cowbell in contemporary heavy metal music? Well, Jack thinks it's gay. <laughs> but, I mean, I have it. To a degree. I have it on mm. my kit all the time, and, you know, whenever there's just a chance to break down, I'll just go yeah. into a groove with the cowbell. I don't care what they say. It's my drums. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like it's... You can't go semi-stupid. You have to go full out. You can't just have one tambourine or one cowbell. You have to have an entire percussion table and go all Sean Kinney and just do badass stuff that was on Jar of Flies. Yeah. Do that. No excuses. Do that. You won't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good response. For your song, I'll Come Back For You, what is this song about? Butterfly Effect. The movie, not the actual butterfly. <laughs> you know, Kelso just, like, ruined people's lives. That sucks. Well, that's what happens in the movie. I don't really... We Basically, if you just read the lyrics to the song, it could be pretty much just about, like, if you watch the movie and then you read the lyrics, you can be like, oh, those are kind of related. Yeah. It's not really about the butterfly effect, but the inspiration, I guess, was drawn from there. 
That movie rules. That movie does rule. Just because it's Kelso and a big fat goth guy. <laughs> Thumper. <laughs> Drop it, I'll sing my to sleep. That's the best. <laughs> that should have been the lyrics. That, Breakdown. Yes. We just wrote a song on your radio station. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. Um, now, dudes, if a band is offered a chance to appear on a compilation CD through paying a fee, is this a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. If it's in regular rotation, if it's not like, I need a comp for my car. <laughs> yeah. If it's like kind of like a record thing, then yeah. How big of a thing would you say would be well, agreeable much, to for you how guys? How much would the fee be? Um, I don't know. Tell me a fee that would be appropriate like and something that's bucks? not inappropriate. 200 bucks? I was thinking like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, 20 bucks. I don't know. I was thinking like, if this... Like, let's say Metal Massacre was happening, only like now... And then this dude came out of nowhere all like, yo, we're going to pick one song from you guys, and it's going to go at the end of the CD, but you need to pay to get on it. Well, if it's like the first CD, yeah, I'm not going to give you like 50 bucks. I'm going to give you like 10. But if it goes big, yeah, I'll throw you an extra couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Like Especially if it's the second time around or something, and yeah. it's getting bigger. It's all okay. about smart business moves. Okay, let's say... um. You get offered the chance to appear on the Terrorizer compilation CD. What would you, what types of terms would you uh, agree to? Well, I doubt that would happen because we're not a death metal band. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we can like send them hunt you down or something. Ew. That's not bad. <laughs> well, I mean, Condition I Critical got bad. on the uh, sample. No, I said the song <laughs> is bad. <laughs> Delinquents. I'm a very good person. You're not. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're I'm nice. What would you say would be um, after the 20... Would you say, I guess, guys, after the $20 mark, it's just too much and it's a waste of money? Depends. Well, it depends how big it's going to get. It really depends. Like, if... Mm, uh, let me try and think of a good name. To, if Dave Grohl was all like, all right, here's what I think the best local bands are, I would pay money to get on that. Nothing more than, like, maybe 100 bucks. But I'm not spending a thousand bucks to get on any CD. That's stupid. Yeah, gonna have to eventually. <laughs> I'll spend a thousand bucks to record it, but not to get on it. Not to get on it. That's stupid. It's the point of a record label. Pay us, damn it. Even though they won't. <laughs> yeah. Now, what types of obstacles do you guys see arising for established musicians in the near future? Uh, record, record sales, sales. And illegal downloading. Jack. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel that you should buy the actual disc with the music on it. Well, if the band doesn't suck, then iPod people later. will buy it. Then why do you listen? Why do you download stuff that sucks? Ooh. Because I don't know if it's gonna suck yet. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> no, you're stupid. Hmm. I'm in a band with them. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. this is Jack Rose. I am Jack Rose. Uh, Illegal downloader, arrest him. <laughs> now, who are the um, other two members of the band that are the uh, law-abiding ones? Oh, uh, I'm uh, Steven. Did you really look at the paper for the answer to that question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... For I'm those not... listening and that cannot see... I'm in a, I'm in a confused state right now. There hmm. are I think I'm the drummer in front of us of a band. With questions on them. We spell it wrong for some reason. We spell it with Steven an X. Steven just looked down to see if his name was on it. 
I'm yeah, just I, letting I, you all I, know. I'm that. in a confused state right now. <laughs> we know. Alex, introduce yourself. Oh, uh, I'm Alex, and I play sitar. All oh, right, a sitar player. I play tamales and um, uh, the congas. I play the upright bass. I have a little symbol, you know, here and there, but I mean, I think I'm a drummer. He just hits stuff with sticks. Yeah, I hit stuff. I don't know what I was doing. I was never told. That's uh, good. Yeah, it's a great thing. Well, what type of advice would you have for um, combating um, people like your bassist that download music illegally? <laughs> don't suck. It's simple. If you don't suck, then people will buy it. <laughs> But if you, but you suck, download everything. I don't download everything. When was the last CD you ever bought? The new Pale Horse Named Death record. No, you didn't. Your dad did. No, I bought it. I bought the new Ghost. That, that sucks, though. No, it doesn't. Ooh. Ghost is awesome. New no, album's not as good not as the first album. one, but it's good. The production's better. Couldn't tell. Uh, really? I thought you were. I thought I you know, Nick, do you like Ghost? Ghost? Um, honestly, I never listened to them. Good answer. No. I'm really more of like a. Uh, Insane West Coast and Southern metal fan. Okay. Ghost is from California, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't support that part of California. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Denmark or whatever they're from. Denmark? Sweden. They're from Wait, Sweden. aren't they from Sweden, though? Uh, I couldn't tell you. They're from somewhere they're in from Europe. They're from Sweden. I mean, but California yeah. isn't in Sweden. Yes, it yeah. is. No, it's not. God damn it. Europe's all the way over in Russia. <laughs> Some of it is. Yeah. That's not all of it. Now, on that <laughs> note, let's listen to another one of uh, your tracks. What yes. What would you recommend, guys? Uh, put on Running From My Past. Track we have one. a music video for that one. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Running From My Past by Zero Gravity.
Okay, this is WMSC 90.3 at Montclair State University, and I have zero gravity in the house tonight. Now, dudes, we just heard one of your songs. What was it called? Running From My Past. Tell me about the recording of this track. Jack? Well, I play guitar. To say. well, I played bass. Steven played play drums. drums. And Alex played. I tuned for an hour and a half. Yeah, and Alex tuned his guitar for about an hour and a half because his, his guitar kept going out of tune. Yeah. And then I had to sing it like Lemmy because I thought that's what I was supposed to do, but it wasn't. How do you sound when you sound like Lemmy? Like, like, Lemmy. like what you just heard. Yeah, but for the listeners, L- give us like- a couple seconds. <laughs> I know. That's not how I sing, though, so it was kind of... Well, show us how you sing mm. when you're not singing like that. Wow. I thought we were going to write another song. Oh, okay. Now, give me your black metal voice. I see. Death metal and black metal are my job. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear they come, Scream? I'm not going to... Be- I've been eating spiciness. That's going to, like, not work. Dude, that's not that spicy. Like, the Jamaican it's- me crazy beef turkey. Now, that's spicy yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was this spicy. Is- this, is- this is teriyaki. Yeah, this is the teriyaki stuff, but I don't know what it is. There's something with any form of... Even the slightest spice, I think it's just any form of spice, it does something with my throat where the wrong juices go in there and then I can't scream. The wrong you juices. juices in your throat. <laughs> yeah, the wrong juices. Like the wrong amount of phlegm with everything. That's rough, man. Yeah, it's terrible. Good luck with that. Are you sure so, it's like, the beef turkey or just the beef? Ooh. But yeah, back to the song. It was running from my past and we got a music video for it. Yeah, we got a music video for it. I had Shot to act. Shot by uh, Bruno Derlin and Mark Doyle. Yeah. I still wish that they would merge together and make one company known as Bruno Doyle. Bruno Doyle. Come on, that would be great. <laughs> now, with this other song you wrote about zombies, are you making another music video? We never made a music yeah. video for the first one. <laughs> no, didn't you make a music video for that zombie one, Here no, They Come? No. Nah, we were, we were talking about it, but I don't know. We if that's gotta gonna... No, Angela just gave me the nod, so yeah. It's going to happen. It is? We got to record it first. Angela, when's it happening? When Bruno has time. Mm. When we we record the song (laughs) first. Now, when are you guys expecting to release a uh, debut album? Because you have a number of demos, but... Uh, A debut album? Maybe a year or two, but we want to get like a... A short EP off at first, like three or four songs. Yeah. Any we, covers or all uh, zero I'd, I'd rather songs. go all original. all original. Yeah. Don't waste money on covers. Yeah, it's stupid. In my opinion. Oh, I should talk to the mic. Yeah, you should probably talk to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you feel like um, if you put a cover song on there, it's a waste of money? Well, because everyone if, knows that song. Yeah, if we and were if to... we waste, like, how, it takes us, like, at least five hours to do two songs... So it's like re-recording a song someone already knows or doing one of our songs and promoting ourselves. Like, The only reason I would put a cover out on an EP is if we just awesome. 
Un- if we just completely like rewrote it, like we just took the lyrics and wrote a new song to it. Goodbye horses. Yeah, like <laughs> if you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. You know, goodbye horses. We covered that at my sister's graduation party. It was awesome. It, what was that like? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were ten yesterday. No, I know. Uh, but it was heavy as hell, and it traumatized everyone there. So like that is a cover that I would put at the end of an EP. Fifteen minutes. I after wouldn't the last do that. Track. Yeah, like I, we would. I, I would run far away if that was on my EP. Why yeah, would you uh, not do that, Steve? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. What's one. up, Steve? What's up, Steve? Yeah, what's up with that, Steve? Yes. <laughs> you see, he doesn't get it. No, I don't. All right. Why well, don't, what do I not get? Have you seen the Star Wars movies, the original three? Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Well. There's these videos that Alex has discovered for us called Brock Stub. Basically, this dude, he will take parts of Star Wars movies and just voice over them. And he turned Darth Vader black, and he named all the Imperial troops and all those dudes Steve. So he's just walking down the Death Star, and he's like, Hey, Steve. Sup, Steve? Steve? What's up, Steve? Oh, my God, it's Darth Vader. Oh, my God, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> Look at that. So They're basically... Since we have a Steve in the band, we just say Steve all the time. Yeah. But I, I, I prefer Steven. No, you're Steve. Shut up, Steve. See how they treat me? Get out of my way, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> we advise everyone listening to watch that. Specifically... The first one. Well, they're also, funny. how to basic videos are very good. How to basic are great. <laughs> if you'd like to see someone... Run around their kitchen and bathroom throwing eggs at everything, then you should definitely watch how to basic videos. Good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Welcome Love to Zero Gravity. You have a practices. lot of pleasure watching those videos. This is why we have to practice in a rehearsal studio because if we're at the house, uh, we'll jam on something for about maybe an hour, and that's over exaggerating. An hour. And then. The weekend. We'll just go on the computer next, stupid, all night. Watch Adventure Time. Watch Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah. Now, for you guys, tell me a situation, or explain what it was like the last time you were recording a new song together. Ah, uh, that was... We usually just write the songs, and if we like it, it sticks with us, and we play it live a lot, and if not, we'll just trash it, I guess. But last time, well, usually when we record it, the both times we were in a studio, we were in Tracks East, in either New Brunswick or East Brunswick, something Brunswick. South River. <laughs> where it is is it really yeah i thought i thought it was in east brunswick which is right next to south river somewhere in jersey all right so and we would go in uh me and alex would be in like iso booths so that we can be really loud but no one can hear us and then we'd set up steven's drums and mic them all up and then we'd all jam in the room live together so it sounds like we're actually a band record yeah. those drum tracks tear down all steven's crap set up Alex's crap, make it sound good. Then we would spend three hours making Alex's guitar stay in tune. Yeah. Then we would spend about 30 seconds on my bass tracks. And then five hours on your vocals. And then five hours on my vocals and another five hours mixing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think last time I watched three Spider-Man movies while he was mixing it. (laughs) Yeah. I just sat in the lounge while they were doing that because I'm stupid when it comes to that. So I just watched Spider-Man. Wow. Which yeah, version of Spider-Man is your favorite? Tobey Maguire. It's my childhood. Hmm. 
What other superheroes do you like? Batman. Batman. Oh, Batman. Batman's pretty cool. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis about this is Batman. Iron Man's pretty banging too. He likes black. Sand. Jack stepped out as well. This is now Batman. Batman gang. We are really Batman. We are Batman. No, so, uh, yes, we are. Batman, tell me, what is there ever a telltale sign when you're in Gotham City and uh, you're recording something and you immediately know it came out well and you can use that take? Yeah. Basically, if I cringe while I'm listening to it, I will not want anyone to hear it. How often does that happen, Steven? <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. Enough. How much percent? 99%? I mean, whenever we're... Like, my dad records his videos for shows. We'll always sit down, you know, whenever they come over again. Um, we'll watch the videos, and most of the time he'll cringe. But recently, I sent him the video for our new song, I'll Come Back For You, and he was like, whoa, this is actually decent. Uh, yeah, for some reason, even though it's the most difficult song for me to sing, because for some reason, that song plus live scenarios, my throat just decides to close the hell up. I have no idea why. Maybe it was because the temperature and... Yeah. Jersey Shore Music Festival. It was just ridiculous, and it made my throat turn into cactus. <laughs> but uh, every time healthy. when we're in rehearsal, I can hit the notes fine. But once we get to playing it live, the sound guy turns my mic off. Around the same time in the set, he just decides to turn off my mic, and then I have to scream it, and then I can't hear myself. And like, <laughs> but for some reason at Jersey Shore Music Festival, it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty decent, except for the fact that, like, mm. here's how it's supposed to sound the rest of the set. Here's how it sounded at Jersey Shore Music Festival. This is how loud my vocal mic was. Hopefully the effect of me going into the corner and saying <laughs> it works. Yeah. Did you get that? I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> You're Batman. Got it. Bruce. With you guys, is there any sort of like tried and true methods that you use as warm ups before you get on stage to perform? I scream. I play Ingve Malmsteen's Evil Eye. Shut up. I do. You really? Yeah. When I'm tuning my guitar. I'll do that like 18,000 times. Before a gig, you know, I'll always be at my house and I'll just warm up. I'll just play for hours. Yeah, and then we have to leave, and he's like, hold up, I still got a part. Well, before the stereo my dad's car broke, uh, I would usually put on Allison Chains or something very vocally, and I would sing on the way up to a show. And then yeah. once I get to the show, start screaming to make sure that, like, the phlegm was right and it sounded the right amount of disgusting. The phlegm was right. Steven, what do you do before uh, the show? Do you have any sort of warm-ups, or do you just um, hit the ground running? I'll usually be at my house, and I'll just jam for a few hours on the drums. Just days. work, you know? <laughs> How many hours can you drum straight without getting tired? His parents don't allow them. <laughs> yeah. No, they'll, they'll come up to me complaining and telling me to stop. I'll keep, I'll, I'll keep going for as long as I want, I mean, and then they'll be like, you got to stop. I mean, I'll, I, there's times I, like I've played for at least five hours straight, and they're like, you got to stop. Yeah. Now, Alex. Yo. Do you have any sort of um, pre-show rituals? Um. I usually pee before I go on stage. <laughs> um. Good idea. Yeah. Um. Tune up all my junks. 
his junks. Yeah. Um, before I leave. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. Continue. Before I leave, I'll usually practice like one of our harder riffs, even if we don't play the song song live. It's that part and hunt you down that Steven always plays 18 billion times faster. Yeah. We played that song twice. So it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, but it's hard and it warms up. Makes us write a thrash song, doesn't let us play it. It's a death song. Alex sings it really badly. Alex sings it fine. He just has to find the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I can't sing and play at the same time. Now you know how I feel. That's crazy, man. It's really wild, right? Yeah. Have you ever thought about taking the instrument away from Alex and just saying, you'll be a singer now? That's a horrible idea. Yeah. That yeah. one, no. No. You ever hear him sing just like, not metal? No, what does it sound like? I don't know. Alex should give him a demo. <laughs> <laughs> not good. So you're going to be doing that at uh, your next show, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Hopefully we we'll never do that. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> we all have different opinions. You know? Yeah. You ever think of uh, adding a uh, second guitarist or no. no? We used to, especially in the early days. Steven but like, used to? <laughs> well, when, 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 when me and Jack had this other band, um, we always wanted a second guitarist. Steven always wanted a second guitarist. <laughs> when, when we had Reverse Evolution, you didn't want another guitarist? They sucked. Yeah, that's because you weren't in it. <laughs> <laughs> and w- w- whenever we formed Zero Gravity, it just it, it became full. We didn't need anyone else. Okay. And the I'm key disgusting. to us sounding full is... Uh, Am I disgusting this? Jack Rose and his very grotesque bass tone, which sounds the equivalent of skinning a cat while an earthquake is uh, happening on the sun. Why Was the cat asking for it? Yeah. It depends. Hmm. It ate my Cheerios. Yeah, if the cat eats your Cheerios. Not your Apple Jacks? No, just Cheerios. Okay. Or honey bunches of oats. Extra oats. Mm. Not Raisin Bran? No, extra bunches. Shut up. Dude. <laughs> Nick's like, yeah. he's retarded. Now, anyways, uh, back to a more serious subject. Has there been any labels that have been interested in manufacturing, say, no. maybe 100 or 200 or 500 copies of your album? We don't oh, have an album. No. Well, here's what the dream is. Well, not really a dream. Here's, I don't want to say goal because if you don't set goals and you can't not ever get that goal. Here's so. the idea. <laughs> here's the idea that I had in my mind in the five seconds that you said something about a record label. Hopefully, us three morons can go into the studio and put out the four songs that me and Steven agreed on are the best written songs. Which are? Uh... Here they come, running, running from, from my past. past. I'll come like back that. for you, and gone just like that. Those are the four songs that, for some reason, those four songs are just better than the other ones. Yeah, we don't really know why, but they're just more acceptable. And, and I don't. Whether we get to record them. all four of those, when we record two all of four of those, those, three of those, as yeah. long as we get like an EP out with at least then two we'll, of those songs, we'll, then hmm. four, we'll shop that around for different labels and shove it down their throats. Be all like, if you don't. Sign us, we'll burn your house down, you know, say whatever yeah. we need to say. Oh. Have then, you um, ever gotten in contact with uh, Sean from uh, Burnt by God Records? No, but Burnt by God? That's what um, Condition Critical is on. That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
That sounds like a great record label. We should get on that. He's an evil person. I'm not too bad of a person. I'm going to have my moments. (laughs) Hmm. Now, dudes, how do you feel about um, recording with the use of a metronome? Don't need one. Well, our songs can't have it unless you have 20 different metronomes because our songs are kind of bipolar. Explain how using a metronome to record you guys would be an unwise move. Because Steven is in time enough. Shut up. That was a compliment. What? Was it? Wait, wait, wait. We yeah. don't need to use a metronome because you're in time enough. I thought you said you're, you. you're, you're not in time. Oh, whatever. No, but either way, Damn. Alex, play, like, the riff to I'll come back for you and then go into the chorus. Ready? Here's what would happen if you use a metronome. Chorus. Actually, that doesn't work. Actually, at all. That actually, that actually would work. Never mind. Actually, you might be able to use a metronome. I thought. Not our song, in our longer songs. Not in our longer songs. Like, take your time. That's. Oh God. That like eighth times it. <laughs> it's always a good idea to keep time if you can do something professional, and you know. Yeah, if we, ha- if we had the time to, like, map out our songs to have different metronomes for different BPMs and all that mug, then maybe it might work. But I feel like a met- metronomes always throw me off. I tried to do that technically proficient thing with playing bass where I would, like, play scales in the metronome and get faster and faster, and then I would say, this sucks, and I would just jam on typo. Hmm. He's a big typo fan, if you haven't realized. Yeah. I only brought them up once this interview. Pale Horse does not count. Shut up. What? You like him enough. Yeah. Yeah. You're an ACDC fan. Shut up. I am. So am I. I know. Me too. I can't really say anything. Steve, do you feel like because you're a drummer, your whole band doesn't need a metronome because you're basically like the person that's given uh, charge with that? I I guess they really rely on me. He yells at me a lot. Well, Yeah. They're very... God damn it, Alex. Yeah. Play in time. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a progressive song. It's supposed to be this way. Yep. Well, we have a kind of awkward scenario. When we're writing, practicing, and recording, my ear is always hearing what Steven's doing completely. But once we get live, I have to lock in with myself because yeah. monitors don't like me. And sound guys don't like to turn on the monitors when we play. How many Why shows? not? I don't know. Because we blow them up. That only happened twice. <clears throat> that we know of. That we know of. But Did you have to pay for them? No. no. Oh, great. But the, co- count- the cops showed up too, I think. Yeah, but there's been countless shows where, oh, the monitors just are not on. Stone Pony does that a lot. Yeah. Well, the Stone Pony's weird. Like, it's no, hit- the worst was the Strand. <laughs> yeah, they had a... I moved, like, three feet away from Steven, and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, it was weird. Like, they set up everything on an iPad. Hmm. Like, it's a rock show. What are you doing with an iPad setting everything up? That was just alien to me. They had my amp on, like, one. I couldn't hear myself on stage. Damn. Couldn't hear Alex at all. I could have been singing out of key that whole show. Did you get to uh, hear a recording of the show afterwards? Yeah, I yeah. I did. 
it, it wasn't we won. that good. Yeah, we won. Surprisingly, we won. We got 200 bucks, but, I mean, going back and watching the videos, they weren't anything special. Oh, are they still doing that American Band Strand thing? Or is that whole thing over? They have something like that, like, every month. I have no idea. But with different, like, things. Because yeah, it was a fun experience. Playing the Strand was really cool because I really... We got dressing rooms. We got yeah, free I really food. love the whole idea of really just... This is going to sound bad, but... If it's before a show... Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Like, as much as I love talking to fans and all of that, please, ha- come up to me after the show. But if it's, like, ten minutes before showtime, and I got headphones in, don't try to talk to me. Like, because then everyone thinks I'm an asshole. But, like... I'm sorry. It's right before the show. Let me get in my zone. Like, I do the cannibal corpse thing. Right before I go on stage, I'm thinking you burned my house down or you messing with my family. And I want to kill you when I'm on stage. So, like, it's a wise idea to not interact with me while I'm in that. So it was cool to be in my own little isolated area, of course, with these two. And then go on stage. You know those, uh, those little clothes things? Coat hangers. Yes. Coat hangers. We were racing on those things. That was great. That was always a fun experience. And it was great having, like, an area off to the side of the stage that no one can see. We like, had our own know. private room. Just to, wow. You know, it was great. I loved playing out. the Strand. Now, like, are the rest of you guys um, that angry towards people, like, ten minutes before s- the show? Or is it kind of like... I'm usually more angry after I play because I'm dripping in sweat and they're all coming up to me. Oh, you did a great job. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I the mean, only thing I, I, it's always a good thing when people like come up to you. My stress level before and, stage know, is at an all-time high. Then once I play, I feel great, and then it's like, yeah, party at my house. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I mean, when people come up to me and, you know, like, congratulate you for playing and whatever, it's always a good thing, but, you know, after, like, directly getting off stage, you know, you're dripping in sweat and you got to take all your gear off, you know. It's a bit of a hassle. Like, good example, when we met you yeah. at the Blue Room. If, you know, Mimikos would have introduced me to you before the show, I'd probably have been all like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. But, like, after the show, I was like, awesome, let's do this now. Yeah. Let's go right to the university and do stuff <laughs> on the radio. Let's go. But, like, before the show, no. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad thing, but I don't know. I'm well, I mean, it's kind of like there'd be no reason for me to talk to any of the bands before the show because it's like if I haven't seen any of the bands play yet, I don't know if they're good or not. Yeah, it's yeah. like... You need to show me if you're good. And, and I cannot be in a good mood before I go on stage. He it, won't eat either. We're like, there's, there's actually well, reasons yeah, I don't want to have to poop on the middle of the stage. <laughs> no, like, if I have something spicy, I love spicy food, but if I have something <laughs> spicy before I go on, I can't sing. I'll be stuffing my face with freaking sandwiches and... Like, I have to eat, like, four hours before Steven a show. Needs, like, 13 but then the second, <laughs> no, but I'm, the I'm second I close the last case, you know, pack it off... I want to go to a diner. Now, would you say that beef jerky we're eating right now is too spicy for you? It's not spicy. There's something with this. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like a certain tanginess. He can deal with spicy because I, I put ghost chili barbecue sauce. Oh, I can take spicy. In his milkshake. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he threw That's ghost awesome. chili in my milkshake and I down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I can take spicy. Like, me and my friend, we always make food and we just, like, throw, like, pure... Yeah, we throw eggs at it. No, but we, like, make just the spiciest stuff. Yeah. And, like, you know, snort Tabasco, whatever we feel like doing. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can take heat. It's just if it's right mm. before a show. Normal kid no. stuff, you know? Yeah. Me and my friends are fun. That's a good idea. 
Shout now, out to Pewsh. Uh, on that note, why don't we listen to another song of you guys? Yeah. All right. How about fine. To the Bone? Yeah, it sounds Running from my past. We just heard that one. Uh, oh, put okay, it, To the Bone, then. Yeah, yeah, put on To the Bone. I like that song.
Okay, we're back on the uh, radio. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yes. Oh, oh dear. <coughs> this is quite awesome, right, Jack? Oh, yeah. Now, tell me, what? guys, what was that last song we heard? To the to Bone. To the Bone. That was like the third song this band ever wrote. And tell it. me about the writing of that. It was the only song. I actually remember the writing of that. It was the we only song that I had only the lyrics to, and we wrote the music like as a joined thing. You know what? I kept getting confused. End of me. Add to the bone together. I kept no, 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 no. Up. Remember this? Ready we for this? Ready for this? We were at my house we were. in my room, and the original idea for the song was what we ended up doing live at Starland. You know, starting off with the verse. No, starting off with the chorus. Only he didn't know what the melody was yet, so he would be standing there with the guitar, and he would go. And then we would start going into the riff, hmm. and I was laughing so hard that I kept falling off of my futon. Because that's where I was standing, because there's no room in my room. And, oh my god, that was great. That should have been filmed. Yeah, I didn't have music for that. I only had the lyrics, which is the first song, or the only song. And I remember, the last part of the riff, it goes, da na na I wouldn't do that. Like, for some reason, I was like, no, that shouldn't go there. Oh my god. The oh yeah, memories. that song's a total ripoff from that Two Cents song, Wedding Dress. <laughs> that no one knows of. Hmm. <laughs> See, we but now off, they do. They're one of my favorite bands. We rip off bands that no one knows, so we get away with it. Two Cents is one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Smoke weed every day. Yep. Do it on yours. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking about coughing, what are some of the pluses and minuses in being a young band right now? Coughing. Coughing. <laughs> uh, well, b- being our age, we're at a difficult age. What's great is that... Oh, my God, they're so cute. What are you looking at? Like cats that are dancing or something? Well, what's gr- well with our age, if we do a show that's amazing, then guys that are you know twice our age or even older got their ass kicked by a bunch of kids. But if we sucked, it's, oh, they're kids. It doesn't matter. So we kind of get away with it. But what's bad is that you know a lot of people take our age of, oh, they're doing this and we're going to give all the attention to the fact that their drummer is 12. Even though he's I'm, 13 I'm, I'm now. I'm 14 now. You're 14 now? Yeah, I'm 14 now. <laughs> Since when? Since, uh, Since uh, two July weeks ago? 13th, yeah. Uh, I thought you turned 13. I don't oh. care. Well, happy birthday. Thank you, Nick. St- Steven's always going to be 12. Yeah. That's rough, man. That, it was, you know, it, no, I'm fine with it. Button. He, he <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's actually 10. I looked like I was 17, but I was actually 12. Me and Alex, when we first met Steven, we thought that he was a 23-year-old death metal dude. Because we were at this birthday They're party. They're totally exaggerating. No. No, we did. We just left you. And you had headphones on, and you're sitting there with drumsticks just, like, playing fast <laughs> as hell to something. Me and Alex were like, all right, let's leave that guy alone. And then we and Russell just left and went to 7-Eleven, and I ended up puking up at the side of the road. Because Red he drank Rangers. three that's monsters in a row. Steven. Three? No, I drank, like, ten. Oh, okay. Wow, that's, even that's there, rough, Steven. right? crazy. But, well, we were—I was like nine at the time, so like nine monsters was like ridiculously intense. It was like your, your weight? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I was a fat little kid. That yeah. was like a—that was like my arm. <laughs> Awkward silence. Oh my god! Remember yeah. the dubstep guy? You're a fat little girl. Wow! Oh, yeah. Wow! 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 That guy ruled. That was great. What happened? At the crossroads, there's a dubstep guy, and he just goes right before the bass drop. You're a fat little go. Wah, 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 wah. I don't great. remember that. Oh my god! You were probably getting. <laughs> you food. were stuffing your face with like food. He's like, yep. 
I'm not the fat one in the band, by the way. Who is the w- fat one in the band? Uh, yeah. Is it me? Yeah. Jack's working his <laughs> Oh, that now. sucks, man. It's still, even though just... he's probably the skinniest one now, uh, he was uh, well, the original uh, fat person. Here's the, the thing. Oh, dude. three of us can put it away. Like, we can all eat so much. But when we first started, I was physically actually fat. But <laughs> now I, like, grew and I'm... Skinnier than the both of them, he but like, I still like eat just now. Be the fat one. Steven should be the fat one, but he, since he plays drums all the time, he works it all off, and he's still a twig. But we're all three of us. We are conjoined as the fat one. How do you feel about the Smash Potato song, Morbidly Obese? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> I really like the message of the song, honestly. I've never heard it, but I can tell I love it. You should play it on the air, Nick. Uh, honestly, I don't have it with uh, me today. Why not? I'm sorry. But, um... Acapella. Mm. <laughs> nah. But, I mean, um, Smash Potato, they're from uh, Aurora, Illinois. Aurora? Aurora? Aurora. Yeah, that's where, like, Wayne's World is from. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was a good thing. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar. And, uh, let me see. How do you guys feel that... Or, excuse me, let me start over. Do you feel like there's anything for you guys at your level now to gain from playing Battle of the Band shows at your schools now? Um, we seem like rock stars. Because, <laughs> like, if we were to do a show at my school, like, right when it opened back up. Yeah. Well, it's not like it didn't burn down or nothing. We're just on summer vacation. <laughs> <my shit. laughs> yeah, you're, all of Battle One just got hit hard during Sandy. But my town, if we were to do a Battle of the Bands in my school, we would seem like pretty much stars and gods because we have a lot of equipment and we'd show up in a school and with like walls of amps and we'd be all like, yeah, my school mm, that's a pop- bit of- <laughs> <laughs> well, I would do that uh, anyway. Mm. Exaggerating. Yeah. Well, it's Jack's school. He has to do whatever he wants though. Yeah. It's yeah. my school. If it's my would... school, I'd be like, okay, this is what we're doing here. But I'd be, I, I, no, no. <laughs> I'd beat the freak with the long hair. It's like, oh, it's that kid who plays the drums, you know? Hmm. See, I'm the freak with the long... Well, not anymore, because I cut my hair. But before... I had the longest hair in the band. Shut up. Poser, poser. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look who's talking, shorty. Yeah. Yeah, you got shorter hair than all of us. Yeah, but I'm not in a band. You are, so... Yeah, but you're like the DJ. You're a metal fan. You're the DJ. Yeah, but I've been to so many more metal shows than you guys. How do you know? Let's see, I've been to three years of Maryland Death Fest. That's only three shows. <laughs> but you. think about all the bands. He got Th- you, That though. doesn't matter. That's not what you said. No. We're also, we're, I guess he, about four or five OzFests. If you buy a box set, do you count it as five CDs? No. It's one, one catalog number. It's one item, not five CDs. You could go see a festival. You still saw one show. You didn't see 30,000 shows. You saw one show with 30,000 bands. Okay, I've so probably seen about maybe a hundred or a hundred fifty shows in my time. All right, then me and you are pretty neck and neck because I've been going to shows like maybe seven times a year since but, like between local shows and actual really bad shows. Oh, right? if we're counting local shows, then you're beat. <laughs> We've probably played a hundred and fifty local shows. How many shows have we played? That, that should be like tallied. Yeah, enough, enough. No, there's <laughs> no such thing as enough. The Bagel Talk gig. Oh, my God. You played, like, Bagel Talk or something. <laughs> no, it was New York Bagel. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. And we played it, Adventure Time. 
it was right at <laughs> it was right after the first round. No, like the first like set of the break contest, the first one that we were involved with at the Bamboozle Festival, and that for this band was very high energy, very just high. We have to kill all these other bands. Hmm. Right off of was it the second or the third show? Oh uh, no, second. After we played the Slayer song, that everyone was like and going crazy about. After all this hype of the break contest, you know, mm-hmm. big stage at the Stolen Pony. Well, not that big, but a yeah. moderate light size stage. And then we go into like a store, and played, and everyone was scared. There was like six people there. It was supposed to be like. My was dad, this at a bagel shop? Imagine his parents. Imagine Ed Sheeran, and then Cannibal Corpse going on. Who's Ed Sheeran? Exactly. Exactly. No, but who is that? Uh, I don't know. It was I, like a hipster show. And I, then we I grew. I'm uh, like the only guy in my house, so I grew up with all girls, and they listened to Ed Sheeran. I what is that like, Justin Bieber or something? I guess I have no idea. I I don't know the thing. reference. I think Cannibal Corpse going on and just destroying everything. That's like a bad analogy. <laughs> I'm guessing he's not heavy with downtuned guitars and screaming. I mean, if my sister likes it, it's oh, yeah. obviously not heavy. I think it's some guy with an acoustic guitar. But either way, mm. imagine like something really not heavy, and then something really heavy going <laughs> on. That's what happened. And we scared everyone. I was like blowing up the mic. Oh my god! It was... We opened up with the Adventure Time theme song, and <laughs> Stephen hit the greatest falsetto ever. Wow! It was the last show I've ever, I've ever sang on. I usually never sing, but I don't know wow. if actually for like the first third of Zero Gravity shows, we made Stephen had a mic. Have a mic. Had had. We yeah. made Stephen have a mic. Forget yeah. the grammar. Yeah. Just continue on with your sentence. Damn. We'll have Nick Mimico's deal with all our the grammar. grammar police. Yeah. Watch him come in. Hey, man, you used the wrong grammar. And then just, like, school us on it, like, school things. Are you friends with Nick, Nick? I mean, uh, on Facebook, but, I mean, he, he never comes around to the radio station or oh, anything. Oh, come on, Nick. Show some support for Nick Perkle. Come on, Nick. Yeah. Perkel. Perkel, sorry. See, we have a thing. If there's someone named Nick, we mispronounce their last name. Like, <laughs> like... You will now probably, since you pointed out how to pronounce your last name, we're probably never going to pronounce it correctly. It's a respect thing with us. <laughs> if you think we're not showing any respect, we're showing you more respect. We're backwards. Okay, whatever. Yeah. We appreciate that we're here, and mm-hmm. we love it. Let's move on with the next question. Yes, Before yes. we get all sappy. Now, did <laughs> I already ask like about uh, out-of-state shows that you guys played? No. But we don't have any out-of-state shows, so... We played <laughs> Webster Hall, and that was great. I would love to do that again. Well, I mean, Tri-State Area is sort of similar. I, I, mean, like, I just want to, like, plague brand of jewels and just be, like, stuck to them so that we yeah. have to play every show they do. <laughs> their, o- their opening band. I would love to do that. Oh, yeah. Be like brand of jewels' is the house band. <laughs> I love brand of jewels. Do you like brand of jewels, Nick? I've never heard of Brandon. Change Jules. that. You should listen to listen to them. Sobro Rock is a great EP. They have one EP, and they have they like have this other song that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Great <laughs> no. way how to promote them. No, 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 no. Not um, EP. No, the EP is freaking awesome. And then cool. uh, I don't know. <laughs> I filled in for them at a show, and they gave me this other song to learn, and it was awesome, too. It's the one with the bass wall, right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Moving on. 
I, is that the name of the song? I don't know what the name of the song is, but I'm all like that bass riff. I don't believe you're my one and only. That's all. Yeah. Brown and Jules is great. They're amazing band. Yeah. Now, Jack, with bassists, who do you really admire the work of? Oh, God. <laughs> See, Steven's going to start making fun of me, but... Peter Sue. Get ready. If I can narrow it down to three, it would be Troy Sanders from Mastodon, Doug Pinnock from oh. King's X... And Peter Steele from Typo Negative. I rip all, them three off all the time, and no one knows. It's great. They do. You respect anybody from, uh, like, hard rock or classic rock? Uh, Williams? To a, <laughs> shut up. To a degree. <laughs> like, Geezer Butler's great. Love his playing. Chris Squire's awesome. Like, not so much my style, but the Rift to Roundabout's pretty cool. Uh, the Ox, John Entwistle, he's mm. awesome. Bill Wyman? Oh, Wyman, why do I know that name? <coughs> the Rolling Stones. I hate the Rolling Stones. Wasn't he the guy that drowned? No, that's um, <laughs> Brian Jones. That's the dude from Wasp, dude. <laughs> Not that guy. No, the dude from Wasp is Chris Holmes. Dude. He was in the Decline of Western Civilization, yeah, part two of the Metal man. Years. See, here's, what, here's my thing with the Rolling Stones. I like Paint It Black. I like the song Paint It Black. That song is terrible. Paint It Black? They had yeah. sitars on that. That's so. awesome. I tried to get into the Stones a bunch of times, and I really just do not like the Rolling Stones, but their new song, their new single, Doom and Gloom, awesome for no reason. It's so good. Like, stupid good. Like, if that was the only song that they came out with, I would be a diehard Stones fan. Illegally download it? Actually, no. That was actually bought. Wow. I didn't buy it. My dad did. Uh (laughs) Shut up, Al. Good to support the scene, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a scene for a bunch of old dudes that are living in... McMansions. I don't need to support that. McMansions. McMansions. It's like a bigger mansion. Oh, okay. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, but seriously though, the Stones are awesome to see live. Doubt it. Ask Angela. We were talking. We were making fun of him because he went to go see the Stones. What With tour? Slade. <laughs> With Slade. Steel Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Goat's Head Soup Days. I forgot which tour it was. But see, it was. Goat's Head Soup. They named something that. It was Living Color opened up. That was with Guns N' Roses, too, right? Nope. A living color at Shea Stadium. It was freezing. It was raining. It was... Want to know an even more awkward lineup? Listen to this awkward lineup. And I left. This is the greatest lineup ever. I've seen the Rolling Stones. Oh, my God. And you paid for that or no? Uh, I think I had free tickets. How could you walk away from the Rolling Stones, though? Because they suck. There you go. Thank you, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Like, say, dude, I, they I said it themselves. I can't, I can't them. They're like, mm. we can. They said we cannot play guitar. Okay, that that's good enough for me. I don't want to hear you play guitar then. If you don't think that you're good, then why would I listen to it? Mm. You listen to Peter you know, I don't consider the Rolling Stones the greatest. Yeah, but they the joke world. suck. There's good bad. Who? There's good suck, and then there's the bad Stones? suck. Who's better? Okay. The Rolling Stones. Bob. No. <laughs> no way. Dude, <laughs> man, I saw the Stones in I Japan. <laughs> Keith Moon. Keith Moon with uh, what's his name? Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts. <laughs> How do you compare those two? Or Obama. Okay, well. Did you just say Obama? <laughs> <laughs> you compare the album to Obama, album. Obama, you cannot play drums. <laughs> okay, You're leading this country album. wrong. We need Let's a better rhythm section. <laughs> Let's go with Broadway shows. Connie. Um, I said Bonham. You know John Bonham? The, no, you said Obama. I heard Obama. It's terrible. I mean, pretty much, though, I'd say after Goat's Head Soup, though. They named something Goat's Head Soup. That was an amazing album. Like, uh, can you hear uh, the music? Uh, let's not talk Jay about Richards Rolling Stones. 
Keith Richards. Get out of here. Dude, man, I'm a Stones person. No, I'm sorry. No way. I thought no you were way. California death no metal. Yeah, I, didn't, I did not know that the Stones are from South California. They are now. Right, no, they're not. We're going to get kicked out. Shut up. Yeah, we're going to get into a big ass argument. Or Mick, or Mick Jagger. Did you just say Dude, man. Daltry. I thought you said Daltry. I like uh, Jagger, man. Uh, let's, let's move on. I don't want to talk yeah. about the Rolex. Let's, let's move on. Want well, to know what's a better lineup than. What about my influ- influences? Shut up. Want to know yeah, what's what better... are your influences? Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me say this before oh, I explode. T- no, no. This show existed Motley Crue, King's X, and Typo Negative. What is that? And I think Absolutely Nine Inch Nails was there nothing. too. Okay, my influence. What That's year was that? Awesome. 94. Bloody Kisses tour. Bloody Wait, Kisses was that and Dogman. Or that oh, other guy? No, I would have went to. Uh, that was with the. Oh, the self-titled one. Yeah, that was Dude. Oh, that oh but I mean, Zach's Motley Crue without Vince Neil, it's like... Uh, that's cooler. Pizza without tomato sauce. Oh, God, I've had that once. White pizza's good. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Guess what? No. <laughs> Stick up for real pizza. <laughs> yeah. Get Angelo a mic. <laughs> no. No, don't give Angelo a mic. He's going to be like, oh, white pizza's okay. <laughs> like, Shut up. <laughs> King's Anyways. Pizza. Steven, influences. I like... Anthrax Dave Lombardo Slayer. from Slayer. <laughs> uh, they can shut up. Uh, Charlie Benante from Anthrax. <laughs> uh, I always liked Rush. I liked Nico McBrain from Iron Maiden. Uh, Mickey D from Motorhead. There's a bunch of guys that I really like. Steven Adler or Matt Sorum? Mickey D like McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've never made that connection. <laughs> I don't listen to Guns N' Roses. Oh. But I'm going to go Steven dog. Adler because he looks You look cool. like him? Yeah, you yeah. don't look like him. Yeah, I look like him, so. <laughs> yeah. After also, he's on their only good album. I just said yeah. something really offensive. Lies was a really great album, too, though. Lars? No, no, Lies. Drummer from, Lies uh, you know, the opposite of the truth. Lies. That acoustic one? Well, it was like four you know acoustic songs. Nick, Nick, Nick. What is your opinion on Lars Ulrich? Um, Fabulous. It's sucking. I don't think Metallica should be called Metallica after Injustice for All. Thank you. Because, like, they're not metal after Injustice. It's no, like, they're, they're still metal. They just went to, like, a, a different thing. No, they went like, to, like, a hard rock I don't mind the Black face. Album. The Black Album isn't a terrible album. Here's the thing. It's Sacrilege, that, man. Sacrilege. It's just that load and reload and St. Anger and stuff is terrible. Here's the thing. If another band was to come out with those songs, you know, like Load, Reload, Black Album, if that was another band, like if Metallica said after Injustice for All, okay, we're done, Cliff died, this whole Newstead thing was a horrible idea, we're sorry, goodbye, and then they like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, keep going, person. keep going. Like, if that ended and then another band came out of nowhere with the Black Album, we would all love it. It's just because Ride the Lightning, Kill Em All, and Master Puppets were so, you know, something with playing really fast, and this is something new, to have that band betray us with Enter Sandman and other ballady crap. Yeah, that's going to suck. But if another band came out with the Black Album... It would be praised by everybody. I personally like the Black Album. Yeah, no, the, I like it too. The Black and Album is not bad. It's just because it's the reason why we all think Super Collider sucks. 
Everyone hyped it up to be Rust in Peace Part 2, including Dave Mustaine and David Ellison. They both said this album's going to be great, step in the right direction, and then burn, baby, burn, or whatever the yeah. hell that song and was. And look at State of Euphoria. Because I had to live up to Among the Living, a lot of people don't like it, but I love that album. Like, uh, it was an okay album, but I mean, if Super Persistence Collider, is like Persistence God damn it. Is great. the last really great Anthrax album. I like, I like Worship, though. Worship isn't a bad album. Yeah, but it's... I mean, I can understand the excitement in getting Joy Belladonna back. Volume 8 was kind of okay. Dude, dude, Because of the song Crush. Because of the song Crush. That's a cool riff. Belladonna kills Bush. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never said he didn't. I'm just saying I like the song Crush. I I don't know. I I feel like the lyrics on Crush are great. Just the line, do I have to get away with murder to be loved by you? That is great. I love that line. That's great. I- I'm sorry though. I I can never support I can't any, any other song. version of Anthrax without Joey Belladonna. I do like the sound of White Noise though. That's a good album. This is America. You're free to believe what you want. <laughs> oh, so I'm so, sacrilegious. So, yet he's American. Yeah. So you do? Do you disagree with the sound of White Noise and worship music? Well, um, explain. Music, I like albums. we've come for you. Well, I mean, worship music has Joey Belladonna on it, so it means. So I mean. I can appreciate that, but I mean, it's it was not like a really hit-you-in-the-face-hard Anthrax album. It was more of kind of like, I, I guess, a hard rock, anthrax like radio-friendly type Honestly, thing. Honestly, I think you have it backwards because I feel like Anthrax, you know, like in the 80s, I'm like Thrash Time. Anthrax. I'm talking about Anthrax now, goddamn. Yes, talk about Anthrax. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> I feel like... Anthrax, you know, in the 80s, they weren't so much of an angry thrash band. Like, Megadeth, they were pissed off. Yeah. Slayer, they were pissed off. I feel like Anthrax is the happy-go-lucky thrash band. But Worship Music, that al- that album's pissed off. There's, like, there's softer moments on it, but it's angry. I feel half-half. Like, half the album's really great, and then there's some other songs that are like, eh. But, I mean, overall, Worship music I, dies I really like it through. a lot. After I'm Alive, I can skip everything. How do you... I like In the End, In the End, and... Uh, do you think they'll ever release um, the recordings with Dan Nelson? Who? Dan Nelson. Who? He was the guy that came up with almost like... Who? A- the guy that was in Anthrax for two seconds. Oh my god, those are lighting up every time we do this. Yeah. Okay, dudes. Anyways. <laughs> Did you ever... Uh, not me. Dudes, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Carnival. so much of uh, Worship Music was written with uh, Dan Nelson. Yeah, but he was there for like two minutes. Yeah, but he's on the rec- – I mean, he's he like should be on the liner notes of like actually writing some of those songs where it's like Joey Belladonna didn't write that many of the Worship Music tracks. That yeah, was me. Char- Charlie did. He wrote all the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, so he just Joey sang Belladonna them. didn't do anything on spreading the disease either. He just showed up and sang. He didn't know the songs yet. He just kind of made his own melodies and changed some things up for a bit. Still, though, spreading, honestly, is my favorite Anthrax oh, shut album. up. Among the Living all the way. Ah, uh, disagree. I, How? How do you disagree? I just do. But what song is better? Gung Ho. That Imitation of Life. Song. Medusa. A.D.I. horror of it all. Are you guys seriously going to name the whole album? Yeah. <laughs> we had this argument last time. Let's talk yeah. about Carnivore. They're better. Slayer. Carnivore. 
Who, who do you like better, Nick? Carnivore. Um, Carnivore. Honestly, Carnivore. I never really checked out much Carnivore. I'm, Carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really crazy rigor mortis fan. Carnivore. <laughs> Don't know. They were like. Aren't they from Texas? Yeah. Or New Orleans? No, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I got the answer right. Let's change it. <laughs> but I mean, um, Mike Scotchia, the guitarist for them, passed away on stage last uh, December. So that's the end I of Rigor Mortis. First. But I mean, they're going to be releasing that album soon. Really and it's just dying. like, they were a really, really crazy band to see live on stage. Um, I got that opportunity once. Um, Nick, I mean, you know, it was a great live show. Uh, Kings w- w- X. What's your opinion on Twinkies coming back? Oh dear. Um, they'll come back like never ever before. Didn't, didn't they come back already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's saying they'll come back epically. Oh yeah. Okay. And I'll come back for you epically. I am a Twinkie. Back to that evil Mortis band you were talking about. Hey, Rigor Mortis. Rigor Mortis. Four albums. Rigor Mortis, the self-titled album. Freaks. Rigor Mortis vs. The Earth. Sacred Reich. And Slaves to the Grave. Slave to what? Slaves to the Grave. I like Sacred Reich. Morbid Angel. Sacred Reich. Sacred Reich. Rigor Mortis. American Way is an amazing album. I agree. That was awesome hearing that in Encino Man. Like that riff, the whole song. Did you know the song had a music video? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. I don't even like the song. <laughs> I hate you all. Now, dudes, when do you estimate you'll get to uh, tour out to the Midwest, the South, or like a full nationwide tour? <clears throat> Hopefully, like tomorrow, but it probably won't happen. <laughs> the day after tomorrow? Maybe. It's a tiny bit of a chance. Maybe. Uh,. If we're lucky. You see, the thing is, is that we don't have a trailer. So for us to tour, we would need to bring three cars. And we don't drive, so it's them to take off work to drive us in a car across America. So So what would you say you'd need? A um, A a debut album? Uh, Not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. Like, hopefully that the EP EP that I was aspiring before can, like, get us enough of a name. Because, like... When we recorded the songs that you played before, they yeah. were done in a day. They were done in 12-hour sessions. So wow. hopefully if we have at least two to three days to really mm. work. Just to get at least two to three songs down, like yeah. really good. Then, you know, because I'm not happy with my vocal takes on those at all. Plus, I want to do, like, cooler vocal stuff, be more like Alice in Chains and shit, do badass harmonies. That would be amazing. What do you feel like you regret? With uh, how your vocals appeared on the demo. Not singing like me, giving people a false representation of how we sound. What, like Lemmy? Yeah, I don't have an angry voice like that. I have more of a whiny white boy voice. So, we need those. (laughs) Give me your whiny white boy voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty whiny, man. Yeah. (laughs) I think Alex just died. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I see. (laughs) Alex, what is your voice like? (laughs) That's all we do in our live sets. There's one song. I feel like how we've been playing live is a better, like, the past few shows, even though 
Jersey Shore Music Fest, we weren't playing our gear, so we were somewhat out of our element. And at Steven's birthday show in Freehold, the PA broke down and no one was there to fix it. There was a blackout. So what did you guys do to make the best of the situation? Sing happy birthday. We sang happy birthday <laughs> to Steven and I started And we did the dancing. Batman theme song. Mm. I, I just laid down on stage. I just said, screw this. If no one's going to take initiative and like turn the PA back on, I'm laying down. No, they couldn't find the guy. The guy was like doing drugs in backstage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> listen to this logic. We went on stage. No one gave us a line check. Nothing. Not even, does your guitar amp work? Nothing. We just went on stage, spit up our gear, and just went for it. No one was at the soundboard. No one was making sure anything worked. The only guy that worked there that was watching our set was a stagehand. All he could have did was take down Alex's guitar amp when we were done. And my stuff wasn't even broken. I know. Wow. So when the PA shut down and my bass amp shut down, Hmm. he was just there like, I can't do anything. So he had to run into the back and pull everyone out of hanging out with the headliners to like... That suck. Damn. And the guys after us... Was, their band name was something. Oh, dude, they were trying something about in a the kite. middle of our state. In the middle of our set, I see the guitar player running up on the stage. I was like, "Dude, we're not done." Like, we gave these kids so much time. It's like, dude, he was on the stage during "Let There Be Rock." He was on the stage holding his guitars. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. "Dude, like, we're not calm. done yet." Yeah. Calm down. Either way, you're gonna have to wait like five minutes to me get all my crap off. See, here's why we need to become more of a hardcore punk band. Just has that happen? I'll throw my bass at you. My <laughs> dream is to do way. that. What? You can do that either way. I know, but I didn't know he was doing that until just now. Yeah, but aren't you worried about it breaking? I use very uh, sturdy bases. Hmm. Yeah, it can knock a guy out in a second. Like, basically, I'm running two main bases and I got two spares. My one spare is a BC Rich bass, and these things are huge. They're Yo, like... didn't actually Six Flags uh, ban all metal bands because uh, some Ron guy Ragged. threw a uh, mic stand into yeah. the crowd and it, like, Ronnie Racky, right? Broke a dude's neck or something. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> gives us bad names. Just so what would you have done? Would you have thrown, tried to throw a part of Steven's uh, drum set at yeah. the well, crowd anyway. instead? It all depends on the situation. Like, if there's a just a guy in the audience, like, moshing, yeah, he's here to mosh. That's good. But if, I don't know, if you're trying to, like... Someone. <laughs> beat someone up like in the audience guy. yeah pretty much like if there's a legitimate fight in the audience no the dude was trying to get up on the stage yeah if you're the trying first to randy blythe was like dude get off the stage and he just kept on jumping on eventually randy blythe just pushed him off fell on his head died it and was death by misadventure condition. what yeah, like it was death by misadventure the randy blythe incident i guess but I mean, it was like, it's sad, but th- that's just the way things go with some yeah, people. Yeah, you see the video, he was like, you could see Randy Blythe, like, dude, get go off the stage. And he was like, oh. and then he would jump back up on, Randy Blythe's like, dude. No, but you know how people are at metal shows. Some of them act like complete yeah, morons. Yeah, three strikes that's are like, out. That should, like, give you know? him, like, a reason. Like, if he's trying to be an idiot and jump up on the stage... Knowing the guy's going to be like, dude, get off the stage. And he just pushes him off. No, but I mean, like, that should never have even have happened because yeah, of, like, security, security reasons. Well, the security, the well, <laughs> if there was anybody working at that event, they should have been fired because you can't let somebody get that close to a performer. Yeah, especially after. It was in, like, the middle of Europe. 
yeah, after yeah. Dimebag. Check. See, he, Steven knows where I was going with that. After Dimebag, if you're a fan, don't get on stage unless you get pulled up. Unless it's yeah. a punk rock show. Unless it's a punk rock show. Which is awesome. But punk rock show shouldn't be allowed to have barricades or security. <laughs> Maybe security. No, no, not at all. In the wings. Yeah, and they're just there to like make sure that no one like, steals the guitar amp. Yeah. That's yeah. why we got UFC Black Flag. They don't have barricades. Really? You ever yeah. seen Exploited? No. How about Chromax? <laughs> I wish. I did. Yeah, shut up. With bro. Harley? Back in Lamore. Back in Brooklyn. With Harley? Uh, yeah. The original lineup. Oh, that must have been insane. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to get a haircut that day. <laughs> well, the skinheads outside. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I like Chromax's punk, uh, not their punk record, their comeback record. With Can, with Can You Feel on it? Dude, that album's great. I don't know hmm. the name of the album, but I just love it. I see. Now, pretty much we've gone through all the questions. Do you guys have any um, final information that you want to go over? Check Steven us out at the, the Stone Pony. <laughs> yeah, please yeah. come try to see us at Rock to the Top, because we need yeah. a badass crowd there to... Really make us seem cooler than we are. We don't know the date yet, but we'll post it on our Facebook page. It's Zero Gravity with an X. September 14th. September 14th on Mi Padre's birthday. So. (laughs) September 13th or 14th? 14th. 14th. Oh, wow, that's the day after my mom's birthday. (laughs) It'll be on our Facebook page. Yeah, we're going to plug the hell out of it on Facebook. Uh,. We're going to be playing Dingbat soon because the gig this weekend is postponed. postponed. So we'll try to keep you updated on that. Uh, Any possibility that you could maybe make a last-minute change and appear at uh, the Thrash Bash Barbecue tomorrow? Quite no. doubtful. Quite doubtful. Oh, well, that's not a good note. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a... Point one no. chance. <laughs> Alex is gonna be in another state. Yeah. Uh. I guess we're gonna end on a, a, a negative. Of course note. we're gonna end on a negative note. Empire Strikes Back, yo. You never saw Clerks, so you don't get it. Really? You've seen Clerks too, and you're not gonna back me on. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not just, original. Yep. Well, of course it's not original. I'm quoting a movie. If you quote something, how's that original? It's not. <laughs> exactly. Is that yeah. your last word? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but please check us out on Facebook. We need more likes. Cause, uh, and yeah. whenever we do record something, be sure to pick it up like an actual CD, whether you probably order it from somewhere. <laughs> now, what's your Facebook info and stuff? Zero Gravity. With an X. With an X, because we're stupid. X-E-R. And, and check us out on Reverb Nation. And uh, don't be too horrified of what pictures are on there, because I went on there today and I was like, oh, God, prepubescent us. It was scary. And in what edition? Okay, finish your sentence. Facebook, Reverb Nation, YouTube. Twitter. We're on Twitter. Basically, Facebook and Twitter, we just talk about the same mug, but. YouTube, we have a music video. Mm -hmm. But, But Facebook, we post everything. Yeah. If you really want to know what's up, hit us up on Facebook because uh, we're on there more often and I probably will talk back to you if you're being obnoxious. So please do that. 
Oh, please, if you have anything bad to say, please put it right on our wall and let us know why you hate us. Or if you are feeling a gen are in a generous mood. You and if you're in a generous mood, please, you Also know. write what you like about us. We always like to feel, you know, kind of good sometimes. What's that one guy on YouTube, Underwater Seaman? Yeah, yeah. We'd like to give a shout-out to Underwater Seaman, even though you don't know us and we don't know you, because, uh... And in what edition of uh, the Aquarian Weekly did you have that interview uh, published? Uh, was it last week or the week before? I think Something it was like three weeks ago. No, it wasn't that. Yes, it was. What I meant two weeks ago. Uh, two mm. weeks ago. Was it maybe the first week of July? Four years ago. Uh, hmm. Repeat yourself. <coughs> Do it again. <coughs> One more time for the crowd. <coughs> Thank you. Have we discovered uh, the date of that? It was um, two weeks ago, I believe. Seventeenth, I think. July seventeenth. So, Nick, what are you playing when we stroll out? Um. Probably nothing, because my computer's messed up. Oh. What about one of our songs that you got on that thing? Do you want us to stick around and put out some acapella mug? I really uh, would not enjoy that. Do an acapella version of Napalm Death's You Suffer. Uh, Dude, man, that, that was way too slow. Way too slow. Uh, hold on, we have, to count, we, have to, we have to count this in. One, two, three, four. Uh, too long. Cancer sucks. My Zamboni. All right, we're going to cover Zamboni on the air. All right, ready? One, two, three, four. Get the socks! 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 Excellent. And cancer really does suck. Yeah, cancer does suck. Like, like that Like that shouldn't even exist. Cancer's stupid. Okay. End of interview. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> That was the most and for now, WMSC concludes its broadcast day. WMSC is operated by the students of Montclair State University and is licensed to operate on channel 212 with an effective radiated power of 0.86 watts. WMSC is broadcast.